I'm excited this afternoon. I'm I'm in the room with a man who is wearing a tank top and looks like he's never left the Gold Coast before. Trans Tasman gibberish live and together for the first time ever. Adam, welcome. Thank you, Whitey. It's a pleasure to be on the GC at your beautiful home. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this one. Very excited. And do you know what? I've got one of my favourite drinks in the world in front of me now. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I did talk to you about Hard Solo. Yep. Go on. Could I? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, that was tight. That was, that was tight. That's a hard solo. That was a hard opening. open. Hang on. Mm. Oh, it's lush. I gotta so say, good. mate, so I, nice. I um, I had some reservations about the mo. Looking you? at you on the camera, yeah, it looks way better live. Oh, thank you. That's, yeah, that's lovely of you to say. So, yeah, yeah, it does look way better. I just think it might be the angle that you're on. Yeah, I think it doesn't do it justice. Yeah, people look say I look like a Mexican cartel. Um, person mm, an old one and a gray-haired one <laughs> uh, i've been i've been knocked because people say that obviously i'm dying my mustache because it's actually brown whilst my hair is white it's the, Whereas, dirty, it's the dirty sanchez yeah. mate. we all know how you get that yeah <laughs> but it's but it's but usually people are the other way around they've usually got like a, a speckled white Moustache or My beard. moustache is darker than the rest of my hair. Yeah, it is too. Yeah. It is. Interesting. I think it might be the last bit to go. You reckon? My, mine's covered by a fairly serious nose though. <laughs> so <laughs> not a lot of sun gets to it. Yeah, I've got a big snoz too. But my pubes are still brown. So Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah mine are too. I think they'll stay like that. Do you trim them? Do you manscape? No. No. You're just, you're, like, you? you're like the day you were 16. No, I only got pubes when I was about 25. Okay, so 26. you're like you're 27 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I trim every now and again. I, I need to trim. Really? Yeah, it just gives me that extra um, like size. It makes it look, you know, a, a good one, one and a half inches bigger. That's what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, try it. You, okay. you'll get, I reckon you'll, um, you'll, you'll grow another arm. <laughs> or another trunk. You'll, you'll feel good about yourself. Yeah, okay. Yeah, get right. a little bit of blood in it, trim it, get yeah. a little bit of blood in it, look at it and go, God, that, that actually looks pretty good. Should we do it on the podcast? Should I just trim it now and just see how we go? <laughs> well, I'm not... Uh, Would you like to trim it is more of the point. Well, no, I don't. Oh, okay. No, right. no, I don't. Never right. use another man's a ball trimmer. <laughs> you might accidentally cut my penis because it's that small. You've got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I did it. have a funny story that I had a very good mate of mine who... Uh, I went through a stage of depilatory cream on the ball sack. What cream? Depilatory. You know, you can put the depilatory. cream on and then the hair falls out, right? I've never heard of that. Yeah, in and my life. I think I'm very lucky that I probably did it after I had my children because I don't think it did anything for my balls, right? <laughs> but I fit, my brother uh, went through a stage as a young. He's, he's seven years younger than me, and he was a young man and on the prowl. And he used to use depilatory cream on his chest so that he had oh, like no fuck. hair on his chest. Right? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Really? That's what I was dealing with. But then I thought, <clears throat> I'm I'm a hairy man by nature, and the funny thing, a lot of the hair. It stops at the top of my ass, and I've actually got a, a relatively hairless ass, <laughs> but I've got a fair amount of pubes. So right. I thought I should probably trim, trim for my wife's benefit. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course Thinking of her. her. Thinking of her. Thinking that you got a bigger cock. So I thought, yeah. well, it's, it was called Andre this cream, and I thought, well, I'm going to give not it your a, cock. I'm going to no. I, I don't have a name for my dick. Oh, uh, do you know? Have you got a name for your dick? No, no. Good. If you got a name for your dick, you're weird. I think so. Yeah. So I, I saw this cream in the in the bathroom cabinet and I thought, 
Uh, I read the instructions. It said it could be used. I thought, oh, well, I'll, 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 I'll kill two birds with one stone. Sure. Take a shit. Oh, okay. And I'll smear the cream on my ball sack. Oh, my God. And just see, you know, how it goes. And I'll tell you what, it was amazing stuff. Took a shit, took a shower, and the f- hair just effectively just fell out of my ball sack. So I had, so I had a, it was, it was, it what was, are you doing? it was hauntingly bald. Fuck. It was smooth. Right? Shiny? Uh, it was Shiny. it was smooth. It was actually a little uh, disconcerting. <laughs> Could Megan see her face in your balls? Almost, almost. Right. But I mentioned this to uh, a mate of mine on the golf course, and we would talk about a lot of shit. Mm. Uh, we, it, by the way, what a start to the podcast! Uh, <laughs> I'm intrigued, and I've never heard of this in my life. We, uh, we we would talk a lot of shit on the golf course, and predominantly that uh, we you know obviously talk a lot of rooting, uh, yep. talk a, just a lot about anything other yes. than golf. Yes, and. That's why I enjoyed golf so much. But I got onto that. We got on somehow. We got onto the uh, the subject of manscaping, and I said, "Oh, mm. well, I've used this cream on my ball sack, and it works a treat." Yeah. Right. And so my my mate thought, "Okay, I'm going to give this a whirl." So he he must have asked me thirty questions about it. <laughs> he has to do it. You got and, and you got I, to do your research. I was putting very on your balls. very specific about the instructions that I gave him. Okay. I said you need to be very careful. This is the one I have. Yep. You need to be very careful about the one you get because yep. it needs to be able to be used on sensitive areas. Right. Because some of them they're used on legs, and so it's yeah. very uh, what, rough, roughage, <laughs> rough hair, <laughs> wiry, wiry, stringy. So <laughs> he went and bought. Uh, a debilitary. I think he might have bought like nads or something like that, which is ironic. Is, I've never. Which is ironic. So, well, a lot of women use them on their legs, so they oh. use it on their legs for their nads leg hairs right? on their legs. Well, there's one called nads, <laughs> exactly, and it's a female one, right? But he bought nads, and yep. he didn't. He didn't really read the instructions properly. Yeah. And that afternoon, I get a phone call at about oh, three fuck. o'clock, and he's got a party that night. He wanted to. He wanted to make himself look pretty good for his missus, so that he was. He reckoned he could get one that night. Oh right, just so not to he, show them at the party. No, so he could just right. clean it up, so that when okay. his missus got home, she was like, "Oh God, Ooh. look at those hairless balls! I'm all over them." <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you, you think I didn't want to have sex before? Now oh. I really don't. Oh Jesus! So, so I get fuck? this phone call, and <clears throat> this this mate of mine is in an absolute flap. Yep. And he's like, he's like "Mate, mate, I put this stuff on." I think it's burnt my balls. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. He goes, what do you do? What do you do? And I said, well, sometimes there's a little reaction afterwards. And you, I, I would just usually put on some um, that aftershave cream that you would put on just for sensitive skin. So I just <laughs> smear a bit of that on. And then like within 10 or 15 minutes, they're mint, right? <laughs> and then, uh, and so I said, mate, have you, got some, have you got some after cream, like shave cream that's for sensitive skin? He goes, yeah. I said, well, smear some of that on there and see how that goes. Get a phone call about thirty minutes. Like, it's not working. It's not working. I'm in, I'm in so much pain. He goes, I think I've burnt my ball sack. I go, what are you talking about? Then his wife gets on the phone oh, and says to me, Matthew, what have you done to my husband? <laughs> You're in trouble. And I go, what do you mean? I go, he goes, he's done some severe damage to his ball sack here. <laughs> and in the background, I hear him going, I think I'm going to vomit. I think I'm going to vomit. Right. So. I've said, and he gets back on the phone. I said, mate, have you got pawpaw cream or something? Uh, he goes, he goes, I go, I don't really know what you're talking about. I go, take a photo and send me. 
So he sends me a photo of his ball sack. A ball pick. And I swear to God, it's like he's got third degree balloons on his ball sack, right? Fuck. Okay, how long did you leave it on for? He goes, I left it on for 10 minutes. I go, mate, I'll leave mine on for five. And I go, oh. what cream did you get? Did you read the instructions? And so he tells me what it is. I look it up and it, and it says, do not use on sensitive areas. <laughs> and so I, see, I got under the phone oh. to his wife and I said, this is not my fault. I told him the specific product to get. Yep. I told him how to do it. He's gone outside the scope of works. <laughs> and this is his fault, right? And so he, he found poor, poor cream. Mate, he, was, he, he had to go to this party. He left at 7.30. He was in that much pain. What? He couldn't be there. He literally had to ice his balls. <laughs> right? They were in a bad way for about a week and a bit. Really? Yeah. He's never done it since. Fuck. What? I'd balk at putting anything on my balls on my dick. Really, honestly. Just, it is the most sensitive part of the body. Why would, why would you do it? And who wants hairless balls anyway? I think that demasculates you, to be honest. I don't know, mate. They were pretty good. <laughs> They were pretty good. Well, you were the only one feeling them. Well, oh. Mm. Tell me more. So, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that's my, uh, that's I, your, don't know, I don't know how we got there. That's your ball story. I don't know how we got there, but uh, this is what happens when we get in the oh, room together. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. Holy moly. Should, All right. Uh, should we kick off with a story? <laughs> well, you already did. <laughs> what, what have you got? What's in the new cycle? Well, really, the, the New Zealand one I've got uh, is... Around about, oh, so it's called Sky Falling for Netball New Zealand as broadcast revenue set to plummet. So, there are given grave fears for the future of New Zealand's professional netball competition with the sports broadcast revenue set to plummet once its current deal with Sky TV lapses. So basically what they're saying, I did read the article, so I'm going to paraphrase <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. Um, so they reckon once this deal's finished next year, and that's the part, uh, end of the 2024 season, it is next year, um, basically they reckon Sky's going to come back with an offer which is going to be half the money that they're getting paid now. And that money is used, obviously, to pay uh, all the uh, players from the six teams in their local competition and put into grassroots and blah, 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 blah. So, basically, Netball New Zealand's in an absolute quandary at the moment and could it could even be the end of Netball, if you know, in New Zealand in terms of funding, which is pretty disappointing because it is the biggest women's sport in New Zealand and Australia, for that matter. So Well... It's it's funny because Australia went through this same thing last year. Yeah. Where go woke or go broke, they literally went broke. Gina Reinhart was willing to cough up That's fifteen right. million. Yep. And the players went no, nah, and now they can't get funding, and the competitions in like they some of the players just aren't getting paid. It fucking sucks. Eh? And it and, and this is the funny argument about wokeness. Yep. You know, money's the great deodorant. <laughs> right. And in a sport that needs funding, you can't afford to be knocking money back. No. Shut up. Yeah, I, you've got you've got to take. You can't. You can't look a gift horse in the no, mouth. It's exactly. And exact, you know what? And, and if you same. don't agree with some of the stuff that they do, that's fine. Yeah. Just shut up and move on. Yeah. It's a bit like uh, Israel Folau, right? Yeah. Get paid your million bucks. Yep. Shut up, mate. Yep. Just be and quiet. just cop it. Just be quiet. No one cares about what you think. But that's the thing. A lot of people are using their profiles as platforms for their 
you know how you know what they think about the environment or LGBTQ. Look, look I just watched the um, U.S. Women's um, Netflix documentary. Mm-hmm. U.S. Women's sorry, the U.S. Women's Soccer documentary. Yes, and it was following them pre World Cup and then after 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 World Cup. Then obviously they didn't win. They, they flopped. Won the well, they, oh, they were fucking unlucky when you really look at it. I mean, yeah. but um, <clears throat> they just couldn't score goals. That was their problem, and they had plenty of shots but couldn't score. But you know, they, they were talking about how they used their platform to get equal pay for the men and all that. And I, that's fine because they were bringing in the same, if not bigger, crowds well, than the they men. They were a bigger team than the men's Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so they should get paid at least the men, if not more, if they're bringing in more revenue. So, um, I just feel sorry for netball in New Zealand because they're one of the power, were one of the powerhouses. And if they don't get, look at what happened to West Indies cricket once the money dried up. For sure. Because everyone was going to play soccer and basketball. Basketball, yeah. Um, so really, I, I think what you said about the gift horse in the mouth is the best, best thing. Just take, look at the live golf, just take the fucking money yeah. and go and do good with it. You know? Yeah. I think there's, they can do far more good playing netball than working in coals. Oh, absolutely. And I think that sometimes you've just got to go, yeah, whilst I don't a hundred percent agree with how the money's made or how they generate their income. If they're willing to throw millions of dollars at me, well, then you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you've got your whole life to be political. Yeah. Yeah, you, I agree. You don't have a lot of time in professional sport. Yeah. And I think that whilst there's got to be some limitations, don't get me wrong, like I'm not going to take, uh, you know, I'm not going to let the Ku Klux Klan sponsor yeah. Australian rugby or the Australian cricket team. Well, they should. But, well, <laughs> rugby. Well, they just all need to be wearing something over their face. Uh, the, oh, they, uh, but I just truly think that shut up and mm. just sometimes you just got to take the money. Sport, yeah. look, there's not yeah. enough, there's not, a, like, it's not a big enough sport to pick and choose. No. But the New Zealand women for this particular news article, I don't think they're going to have a choice. They, no. They've got no money. They've got no in. money. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know what I honestly I, I I feel sorry for them, right? But I don't know what they do. They need they need someone like Graham Hart to come in and just go plonk ten million bucks in their lap. And, and go, it's, they do. They need know? they need someone uh, to to feel like they just want to sponsor it. Yeah, absolutely. and they don't want to get any return. Yep. And essentially, yep. it's what Gina Reinhart wanted to do. She just absolutely. wanted to throw fifteen million dollars at it to make it better. Well, because what she's a mining magnate. She's got yeah. no advertising out of it. Exactly. <laughs> she doesn't you know? care. She just had some. That was her chump change. Yeah, and I think that you know, it's sad because, as you said, like obviously netball in New Zealand's pretty massive. Yeah. Not only that, it's it's Australia and New Zealand versus the world essentially, pretty much. And you know, most world championships, most Olympic games, most major tournaments, they're the gold medal game. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember back in the day, like maybe ten years ago, there was a real halcyon, like time for netball yeah, here in absolutely. Australia I think it was really starting to kick off maybe 10 or 15 years ago and I remember that it, w- it was actually I watched a few of the Australian New Zealand yeah. tests and they were f- unbelievable unbelievable it's definitely a contact sport it is it's more contact <laughs> than they than they sell it is yeah they're also they're also blaming Sky a little bit here so New Zealand netball are because they said they haven't really invested back into a sport doing anything different like they have in australia in terms right. of broadcasting so it's a bit of a tit and tap tat and tit tit and tat tit for tat tit for tat yeah that's the one i was trying to say um <clears throat> so yeah look there's a bit of blame game going on as well but look let's hope they can work it out because we don't want to see the the, the death of netball in new zealand i don't anyway yeah 
Yeah. Okay, I've got a good one here. Gold Coast located. Now, we are only minutes from the suburb of Chugan. Yes. Here where we are here. Right near the gonna, airport. Not going to give away where we are in case, uh, you know, some stalkers want to come and, you know, do bad things well, to me in the middle of the night. Well, no, I had to shake off some people when I was driving here. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that's it. Yeah. So we're very careful here. But mm. a picture's been taken of a street, a suburban <coughs> suburb of Chugan, mm. completely covered in baby cane toads. Oh, fuck right? off. And, and it says here <laughs> oh, no. th- that these baby cane toads are weeks away from overrunning Chugan. The caption, and mate. <laughs> really? I'll, show, I'll show you the photo. Yeah. Oh fuck, that's terrible. Yeah, mate. That Fucking is cane toads. Yeah. And so, it's, do you know what's funny though is that fuck. I've been I've been on the Goldie now for seven years. Yeah. I've seen. I reckon I've seen on the Gold Coast. I've seen four cane toads. Really? Yeah. I, I had one when we lived at Varsity. I have not seen anyone we've while we've lived at this house. The other ones really? that I've seen have been other suburbs. Really? So whether they don't think they that this suburb's not good enough for them, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Fucking but because when I used to go up to Ocean Shores from Sydney, which is near Byron Bay, yeah, we used to play golf. Um, uh, sorry, cane toad golf. Yeah, used to get the three iron out and whack them around the for sure. At my mum's place, which is up just outside, well, in between Ipswich and Boona. Yeah, that, she has a lot of them there. Yeah, okay. mate, I, and I and I was up at my mates at Noosa, and they have them there. Yeah, but I have not seen any cane toads where we are in this suburb. Now, I think you're right. I don't think I saw any in in uh, Burley. In Burley, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 funny because there's this. They're marching south. Like they are in New South Wales now. Yeah, they're absolutely. in Bar. I think we did we talk about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're in they're in Bar. So they're, they're heading south. And they're an absolute pest. Oh, yeah. Now, all you've got to do is just get a bit of a bottle with Dettol in it, spray it on the back, and they're gone. Oh, really? Just kills them. Kills them, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, and so a lot of people are actually keeping like spray bottles of Dettol at their front door. Nice. And if they just they just go out and just and just kill them. <laughs> awesome. There, but there are legitimately uh, like thousands and thousands oh, and thousands of these things. Now, but how the where they come from? They say, do they have a clue out right, of the well, drains? You know, it, it, well, it, it, there's been a little bit of rain of late. So, there's yeah. been a, so it says out here, a creeks. female, listen to this. Yeah. A female cane toad can lay up to 35,000 eggs every time she breeds. 35,000. And how often do they breed? After three days, the egg matures into tadpoles. And with roughly three weeks, the tadpoles will mature into metamorph cane toads and leave water en masse, like we're seeing in the images from Tugan. So, obviously, what's happened 000. is that they've laid. An inordinate amount of them have survived. Yeah. Right? And away they go. Wow. Full on. And, you wow. know, because they're, because they're poisonous, they don't, I don't think they've got many, like, natural predators. predators no, because, they don't. Because they're poisonous. So it's no. one of these things where, you know, a, a fox has eaten one and got really, really yeah. sick, run back and told all his mates, yep. don't eat the ugly yeah, fucking yeah, frogs, yeah. and then died, yeah. and they've gone, fuck that, we're not touching them. Well, the only natural predator is a human with a golf club or a human with a dead old bottle. Dead old, yeah. <laughs> I've whacked a couple with the golf club. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. a legitimate pest. It was like I was yeah. having a. It was funny. I was having a discussion on another podcast that I've, I've with a guy in in Florida. Oh yeah. In the states, and he's got a real horn for kangaroos. Like he's what? like, oh, I want to come over and I want to I want to fight a kangaroo. Did you tell him that and, you used to ride them in the northern beaches? And I, no. Well, I just said, oh. you know, I said, mate, they're actually. They're actually classed as legitimate pests here, and we shoot them on site. Yep. And he was like, "What, what the fuck?" <laughs> I go, "So, mate, 
you can box it, but they'll probably kick your ass, oh, and then someone will probably shoot it. So yep. you know, be careful. <laughs> You'd think they're not that lovable kangaroos, though. Oh, did you know what I saw on TV the other day? Skippy. Yeah. I haven't seen Skippy for ages. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. so good. It was in Australia, it wasn't in New of course, Zealand, obviously. Of course, yeah. They've got. I love Scoppy. They've got kiwi. Scoppy. No. <laughs> Scoopy. It's on channel Sup. Scoopy. Scoopy. Bush kangaroo. Um, oh, I sound like a South African. Wow. Um, wow. That was bad. <laughs> wasn't good. <laughs> I hope we're going to be better than this later on. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. No. <laughs> no way. Uh, I'm definitely going to plug this podcast on Born to Watch. So everyone out there, I'm on Born to Watch. We're doing Pulp Fiction. Can't wait. It's yep. already given it ten out of five. So uh, it's going to be the highest ranked by a mile. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, w- how it goes tonight? Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Uh, watched it again this week. It's just so fucking good. Oh, I was just. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it again. And Fuck. it was. Uh, and I didn't need to watch it because I've seen it a lot of times. <laughs> so have I. And I, I got up. I actually got up to the uh, the Captain Coons. So <laughs> so we hit that watch. <laughs> on my ass. Oh, and so and good. I was like, this is just so. Oh, and and it's iconic. more. Like, it's more the the reading about the behind the scenes and the making of it that. That I I enjoyed this time. Just oh yeah, finding gotcha. out a few things about it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many different people were going to be cast and yeah, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's going to be fun. It'll be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I can't wait. I'm just yeah. I'm buzzing. I'm it's going to be fun. I'm buzzing. Awesome. Kick ass credit song should be interesting. Fuck, I can't wait for that too. There's been some good ones recently. Hey, how much does Mariah Carey make every year for All I Want for Christmas Is You? I don't want a lot for Christmas. Uh, oh, God. 100 million? No, no, no not that. Come on, mate. 12 million. Come, no, not that. Come on, mate. She, she's made... Uh, 70 cents. <laughs> it's in between that. Um, 1 million. She makes 3 million a year. US, of course. Yeah, okay. She's so made, 5 Australian. She's made 60 million. 20 in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's made 60 million since its inception. It's crazy, song. man. It's a fucking shit song. Do you too, think by it is? Yes. It's fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. She's got a range. She's got a vocal <laughs> well, range. She's got a couple of ranges. She yeah. does. Yeah. Didn't she go out with Kerry Packer Jr.? Yeah, James Packer, yeah. James Packer. So yeah. Kerry Packer Jr., who the fuck's yeah. that? Yeah. You're on a roll here. Oh, you're, hard, you're rattled. This hard, it's the hard solo. The hard solo. I'm, I'm halfway through, guys, and I this know. is just knocking me around. It's not 6%, by the way. It's four and a half. Right. Mm. Okay. And I'm, a, and I'm a lightweight. And I've got a pack of twisties, too. A proper twisties for you Kiwis. Big pack, too. Family pack. pack. Oh, I'm going to have it in the break. But, yeah, look, um, they should ban this song. Actually, if I was the Prime Minister, I'd ban the song. Really? Yeah. How come? Because it's just a shit song, and you know me, I'm quite discerning. I'm quite, I'm quite good with my um, <laughs> with picking you got good quite songs. Dis- you got quite a discerning ear. I do. Well, it's a perfect ear, actually. Yeah, it picks up perfect music, perfect, perfect tone. movies, perfect pitch, perfect tone. Yeah, yeah. never wrong. Perfect like moustaches. <laughs> hey. Can I? So I went. So my wife had her graduation last Wednesday. Congratulations, Tash! Saw the uh, photos of that. Legend, absolute legend, straight A student, lover. So wonderful time, wonderful day. Um, during it, they had um, three Pacifica ladies sing sing a song, and unbelievable! Like how good are they at singing, right? Mm. But they sang a song called "Proud of Your Identity." Now I, they told me that's already a song, but they were doing a cover. But I didn't know. So anyway, but. I thought you're proud 
of so what I was thinking is they say they have to say identity is I can't say that they actually are that. So I identify as that. They say I identify as blah blah blah, right? But they don't say I am that. Right. I don't understand. So they're not that. If they are that, they would say they are that, but they say they identify as that. So to me that said, oh, so you're not that because you can't say you're that. Does that not make sense? They just say they identify as something. So let me give you an example. Minute, hang on a minute. What, are they, what, what are they identifying as though? Well, if I identify as a cat, right? Yeah. I can't, but I can't say I am a cat. Right. But they say I identify as a cat. Right. Yes. So they're not actually a cat because they can't say I am a cat. Because you're not a cat. There you go. Yeah. But what are they identifying as? What's the song called that they identify as? I know. I think it was just a general identifies what the fuck you want. <laughs> sort I, of thing. I identify. Proud of your identity. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know what I mean? Like, yep. So I'm going, Sounds- you've got to say you identify something because you're actually not it. So but, you're not but it. But what, what if I say that I'm proud of being a white human male? But you are that. Exactly. So you just say, I am that. No, I am a white human male. You, you don't say, so I no one... identify as a white human male. Okay. So what they're, what they're saying is that you are what you identify as. Well, that's what people think they are, but they're not. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I am baffled by what's happening in the world at the moment. <laughs> I think we both are, mate. I am truly baffled <laughs> by... Yeah what is going on yeah it it's yeah J- just you know i don't know fuck i don't know so that's a deep deep w- so hole. so why okay question up question then yeah why is there a need for three pacifica women at a graduation to sing a song about that why couldn't they just sing yeah because it's a university all i want for christmas because it's university and they're woke as Still, yeah, but some people won't identify with Christmas, so you can't do sing a Christmas song. Oh, God, <laughs> I don't identify <laughs> as Christmas, I identify as a cat. I will take a shit in school sinks like I'm from Fuckaranga Pie. <laughs> we should record that. Oh, okay, fuck. so I'm gonna slide out of that and into something. <laughs> A little different, but something a little similar. Mm. Have you seen, there's a lot of memes that go on social, I know you're not huge on social media, but yeah, I, know, no, you, I still, you still do it. a little bit on there. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of memes going on about the gym and about girls working out and then men staring at them. And like, what are you looking at me for? And they're wearing like 4% of an outfit. But and are the blokes ogling at them or are they just... Not necessarily, but right. there's a lot of women that get their back up because yeah. men are looking at them when they work out, okay. when they've got their ham sandwiches out right. and they're filming themselves yeah, yeah. and they're doing all this kind of stuff. Yeah. When they're wearing that stuff so people look at them. Of course. But then they get upset when people look at them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Now, apparently in Germany, there were two women who are fitness... Fitfluencers. What? Fitfluencers. Is that a fucking word? Fitness influencers. Fitfluencers. Yeah, who... Were mocking a guy in a gym right. about how he was copying. Copying, they they posted a a reel that says copying weird man in the corner of the gym. So was two he women, was he masturbating? Two women, no, and they they were <laughs> copying a man and mocking him because they thought it was funny. 
Okay. Right? Now, they've been kicked out of this gym, apparently. What, previously? No, no, no. Just oh. because of this. Yeah. So, in the clip, the pair mimicked the man's movements while falling over in hysterical laughter. Right. A detail many argued was inappropriate and an act of bullying. Both Burner and Debs immediately went underground amid the backlash, making their Instagram and TikTok accounts private. Oh. Um, Why would you bother? Yeah. Just lean into it. So. You fucked up, lean into it. Now, the, the funny thing is, is that I wonder what, how much ridicule a man would get oh. if he was to mock a female at the gym. And we can use the, uh, the looking at the ham sandwiches as a, as a starting point. Yeah, yeah. That. You go to the gym regularly. Yeah. and You can't tell. No, no, no. I can tell. Um, <laughs> oh, that's why you're Moe's Brown. Thank you, sweetheart. That's why you're Moe's Brown. <laughs> and, but it, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's out of your uh, hand where, where you're looking or <laughs> sometimes it's in your hand. <laughs> but sometimes it's, it's, it's out of your control. Okay. Fuck it, Al. It's out of your control <laughs> where you happen to look or who's sure, in your absolutely. who's in your um, field of vision. I totally agree. And so, and, and you could be focused and actually not seeing what's in front well, of you. You're seeing through. You, seeing you through, are. Right? You're not actually yeah. not. And so, I, I think that that's an unfair assessment. Now, it would be interesting to see what would happen if a man was caught uh, mocking a woman. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, all hell would break loose. It's just if the the thing for me is that they thought it was funny. Now. How, how's that like funny was mocking Merv Hughes the crowd mocking Merv Hughes doing his stretches right because yes. it was funny right and but it's not it's not the appropriate place to do it I wouldn't have thought in a gym I think in a gym you just got to leave each other alone and be pleasant and say you finish with that machine except because you're there a lot of time you're at the gym for me anyway is to get a workout accomplish something and and feel good about it right and yep. good for your mental health so being knocked when you're in that space where you should be able to be alone with your own thoughts or listening to music and working out, I, I agree. I mean, they should have chucked him out. It's not funny. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it's funny to some. I don't know. What would you think? It's funny if you would you knock someone in the gym for doing something? I wouldn't. No, nah. because everyone's at different stages and people are doing yep. different things. And I, I think. Different uh, reasons. I think fitness is a super personal journey. Yes, and I think that it you should be applauded for going to the gym. Absolutely, regardless of what you're achieving. And this is coming from a guy that trains in a group. Yeah, sometimes three times or four times a week. Yes, most times once a week, <laughs> but sometimes. And and I've been on that journey where I have yeah. been the worst person in the group. Yep. And to then becoming a middling person in the group, <laughs> never towards the top end, but. It's my journey. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone was to mock me there, I'm not sure how I would react. It would not be good. Well, it's not funny. I mean, it's like knocking someone for running slowly when they're running. It's like that might be their first run in a year. Yeah. Not, okay, it might be their hundredth, but who gives a shit? They're doing their own thing. And by the way, the advice I gave you last podcast, Mark was 100% behind it. And he also added that it has to be sustainable over a long period. Thank you. Yeah. So, don't... Don't go too hard or you injure yourself. Yeah. Uh, sustain it over a long period. And the third one, I fucking yeah. can't remember what it was. Well, so. I, I must admit that Thank I you, trained after our podcast. I did train Friday and Saturday. Shit. Uh, and it was, I, I'm pushing myself to a level that I'm comfortable with. Good. Good. And then I, Excellent. and the, with, the, with the one on Saturday, actually, it was a team event yep. where we had to go for a minute and we had to just count the calories that we had done yeah, in okay. the minute. Um, ah, okay, cool. And, and so, 
that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I, I and I, I'm very good at compartmentalizing myself from the group and saying, well, no, yeah, this is good. my. I'm, if I do 17 calories and someone else does 22, I don't care. Oh, fuck. Fucking care. I don't care. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to lose a hell of a lot more weight than you, mate. Because <laughs> I've got a hell of a lot more weight to lose. But I just think leave people alone. Just don't. Why yep. do people have to do shit to annoy other people? Just leave them alone for fuck's sake. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Yep. Hell. Hey. Yeah. Remember what I asked you what's the dumbest question you've ever heard? Yeah. I've got I've got one for you. I had what you had it yesterday. You got it personally? I I got asked it, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. In Australia? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, by yeah. my daughter. Wow. Okay. So, here it is. And and by the way, I love my daughter dearly. She's a brilliant person, very intelligent. This is what I, this is the context. Just so. a little bit less now. <laughs> I just laughed my head off. So, my wife and I are in our own room with an ensuite, right? Mm-hmm. My daughter has a bathroom without a shower, right? Mm-hmm. So you got that. Mm-hmm. So she's got a toilet and a and a mirror and a basin, right? She's always in ours because she has a shower, does a makeup in our room, blah 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 blah. blah this blah. is at home. This no, this is where we're where staying you are now. now. Yeah, right, yeah. we're staying now. So, um, every time I have to get changed, I say, "Darling, I'm going nude now." Oh, Dad, close the door. Right. Anyway, in our room, in our room. So. I go into the other bathroom and do a big shit. <laughs> well, that's nice of you. And it's disgusting, as usual, because I've got a terrible ass. Right? Terrible. It stinks. And then I go out, and then I go out, and then Brooke goes, oh, she goes into the other bathroom, which she hasn't even been into, and goes, oh, Dad, why'd you have to do it in there? Why'd you have to use my bathroom? I'm saying, but you're in my bathroom the whole time. I can't do it in yours. So her question was, why did you have to do it in my bathroom? <laughs> and she's using your bathroom? The whole time. Yeah, look, I, I think that... <laughs> it, it, I'm going, because uh, yes, you're in it. Yes, it's a stupid question. But it more highlights the narcissism of youth, <laughs> I believe, in that <laughs> oh, fuck. it's more about how it concerns them and not how you're affecting you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and I just think, yeah, it's a stupid question. But it's like they don't ever look at themselves as no. to why something might be affecting someone else. No. What's well, yeah. like, I'm not in my bathroom because you're in my bathroom. It's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there you go. It's probably not the dumbest question in the world, but it was fucking hilarious at the time. It's funny, though. I've got an, I, this, is my last, this is my last thing. Wow, Pepsi Max. It's not quite hard solo. Well, it's probably not as, you know, how solo's got less oh, carb- carbonated. It just goes down, you yeah. smash it down you hard. You got so. a thirst for yeah, it. Go. You got a yep. cracker solo. <laughs> yeah. awesome. uh, so uh, an American woman living in Australia. Now, I can, I feel this woman's pain. Right. Uh, American woman uh, it reveals what's triggered her about shopping in Australia. Now, she's an American woman and just, uh, you know, what, what is considered normal to us, she can't handle is is that uh, it's it's actually led her to experiencing some intense body issues. Oh, right. Now this woman who's from Seattle, she's living in Melbourne, and okay. she's a TikToker who's got three hundred thousand views. Uh, that about what has thrown her body image into a spiral. Right. Oh, fuck. Where's this so, going? So an unexpected side effect of moving to Australia. Mm. 
that's taken her years to work through right. is the sizing difference in American and Australia did something to her brain that she's now working through in therapy. She went what? from being a solid US size medium mm. to not fitting into clothes in Australia, she explained. What? Not being able to find clothes that fit led her to being triggered into a full-blown body spiral. <laughs> a US size 12-14 is our version of a size 16 to 18 in Australia. So she's concerned that uh, because what? in America she's considered... I'm looking at photos. I, I, I'm not sure she's medium, to be perfectly but honest. That, but just by 16 to 18? Yeah, but it's triggering her now. She's got body shaming issues because she's Why? now a bigger size. No, but that's Now, on the flip side, I oh, used to me. love buying stuff from America because I could fit into 2XL or, or, or 3X really, really comfortably. Right, <laughs> but then if I get stuff in Australia, I just can't find anything to fit me. I've got to go to the big man shop and and get four XL or five XL. But I go to America and I'm in two XL and three XL. Now is that saying more about Australians or Americans? Oh, Americans every day of the week. Yeah, they're all fat cunts. Yeah. So look, I feel you, darling, but I feel it from the opposite side. <laughs> I actually feel really good about myself when yeah. I go to America or yeah. when I because. I'm not the biggest man in the room. That's right. And my clothes, uh, you know, I remember that when I did... You're not, you're, not I, the, you're not the biggest man at the barbecue. I was concerned. In, in the year 2000 for the Sydney Olympics, I did some work for Adidas and I got a lot of, a lot of clothing. Yeah. Like a lot of... And I, if I was to buy Adidas clothing here in Australia, it wouldn't fit me. Really? So I was super concerned that they were going to whip this stuff out and go, nothing fits, I'm going to have to go to Lowe's and buy a fucking polo shirt. Awesome. I got so many clothes that fit 2XL and they're big and they lasted me like 10 years. Oh, really? I still wear a jacket today. Two jackets today that I got in 2000. Really? That are added us, yeah. That's good. And... That so, means your body hasn't changed much. Well, it yeah, has. It good. definitely has. Uh, oh. Is it just tighter? It's just got a lot older. A lot more miserable. Sloppier. Yeah. What's well, <laughs> the ball sack still showed clean. Oh, I don't. But yeah, so I don't understand, that. darling. Look, it is what it is. If you went to China, if you went if you moved to China, you'd probably not survive because they Do you reckon she might buy a gun? No, don't start that. Tash will get upset again. <laughs> but she probably wouldn't survive because uh, if you get Chinese <laughs> sizing, an extra large or a double extra large, is like a small. So And it's hard to order because you've got to go extra large. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. look, the upshot, the upshot of it is that it's just a different measuring wow. system, you idiot. Yeah. It's just a different it's measuring system. It's, it's a Royale <laughs> with cheese. It's the metric. What do they call a Big Mac? I don't fucking know. What do they call a Whopper? Oh, no, I didn't go, in a, Big Mac. didn't go in a Burger King. <laughs> Talking of food, yeah. I wanted to ask you, what yeah. do you do on Christmas Day for food? This is the Christmas we, special, by we the way. We were so. talking, actually, Megan and I were talking about this in the pool this afternoon as we were lounging around. Uh, and we decided... Is that what you call it? Lounging around? Yeah. Okay. Well, dispersing water, I call it. <laughs> 
You want to you want to see uh, you want to see water disbursement? Come to my place, okay? Uh, we need to fill it up a good two or three inches more than it needs to be if I'm going to hop in. But uh, we we did discuss this, and yeah. the, the, the menu yeah. for this year will be pork belly. Oh fuck me, that's good. Cooked in the air fryer, which oh. is, will change your life. Yeah, yeah I've done it before. It takes it's forty good. minutes. I've done it in a real fryer. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Yep. But uh, pork belly in the air fryer. Yep, we're gonna nice. have a uh, we're gonna have a lamb a, a butterfly lamb leg. Nice uh, on the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably have a little bit of ham. Yeah, we'll I love you. Got ham, ham off the bone. Got and Magnus, do we need ham? I go. It's Christmas. Just get, we'll get we'll get someone to bring a little ham. Yeah, but don't you? I eat ham every day. Then I have on toast. Oh yeah, no, it's for, it lasts forever. Oh, fuck, lasts forever. Good. So a so uh, little bit of ham. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll also have a a, a potato bake. Oh, I love uh, a good potato and, bake and, too. And Megan's mum's going to bring a, a green bean salad, which has got pumpkin in it and stuff, which is nice. delicious. Nice. Megan will make a normal salad. Yep. Uh, and look, for dessert, uh, we'll probably throw some snags on the on the barbie for the kids. Nice. Uh, because you know, not all of them will eat the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They'll probably be none of none of the kids will eat the pork belly. Why? Because I don't want them to. Excellent. I want to. I was eat hoping it. that it's got nothing to do with anything <laughs> other than, and you know, and Gao, who's going to be on tonight. Nice. Um, his kids think they eat like parents, are like adults, and uh, uh, on Christmas Day, eat your sausage and shut the fuck up. Yeah, sausage and, and you bread. shall not be eating the, uh, the the pork belly. You can have the you can have the bean and, and salad as yeah, well. Yeah, you can have some of the salad, but you yeah. st- and a little bit of the the, uh, the, the potato bake, but uh, no pork belly. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's what we'll be doing, and Lovely. for dessert. Probably a baked. There'll probably be a baked cheesecake. Okay, cool. And 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 maybe like a big, uh, like a big pack of Magnums. Oh, you know, and then you can make have your choice. Yeah, you can yeah, have, yeah, uh, yeah. You can have some cheesecake, and my mum will probably bring uh, a zucchini bake and oh. caramel slice. Oh, caramel slice. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of food. Yeah, nice. And always uh, too much. Yeah, there's always too much. But you know, it's the one day of the year. Never enough pork belly though. Well, and I, I, so I'm 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 not sure. <laughs> Whether to buy one or two uh, pork bellies. Two. I, I think I... Pr- and because they take so quickly to cook. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You can very easily just cook two of them and then f- <sighs> and then flash one. Yeah, I'm just thinking. In the oven. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd do two. Just in case the kids yeah. somehow get their hands on it. The sneaky kids. It's, 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 those it's, meddling kids. It's relatively cheap too, pork belly. Not too good, bad. Good pork belly. You know, you can buy it at uh, old Gold Coast Fresh Meats up there at Bermuda. Oh, right. And uh, cryovac'd. And, you know, it's about 24, 25 Fuck, bucks. Fuck, that's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. And you can actually just buy the, the uh, crackling oh, and just cook the crackling. crackling. I did that two Christmases ago where I just oh. bought the crackling. And just cook crackling, oh. which was incredible. I've been eating the uh, Aldi sriracha crackling. Uh, my mate had it. And, and also I bought some other. But I, in, in New Zealand, and this is a shout out to, you won't be listening, but there's a... there's a. Um, well, don't shout got, him out. It's called Snack Crack. It is okay. the best fucking pork crackling I've ever had in my life. I should really? have bought some over. Fuck, is it, is it So it's just in a packet? Yeah, yeah, they're like ten dollars a packet though. Like they're expensive right. packets, but it's fucking. Um, I have to hide it from Max. And they've got Carolina Reaper. They've got a magical flavor, which is kind of a little bit of sugar and salt. Oh, mate, this. I'll send. I'll send you some. I'll send you some. Please do. They're fucking good, man. I should have brought it over. What an idiot! It's all right. Um, you had a lot on your mind, mate. 
Well, my, once I don't go to work, my mind just shuts down anyway, so it's good. When do you go back to work? Uh, the third. Okay. Third, kind of. But hey, just quick. <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do a real Aussie Christmas. We're gonna do prawns, oysters. Yeah. Um, well, it's my birthday tomorrow. Wow, it's my birthday tomorrow. So we're gonna do oysters tomorrow. But on Christmas Day, sashimi. We're gonna do a real seafoody sort of um, Christmas day, I think. But I grew up with Dad doing a turkey on the Weber. Okay. I'm not a big turkey fan. I think turkey tastes like shit. Oh, it's just shit. It is. I agree. But he do a pork belly as well. Like, I'm oh. sorry, a, a, a pork loin yeah, or whatever, loin, yeah. which is awesome. Um, do you get drunk? Do you get drunk at Christmas? Oh, no, don't I anymore. don't drink anymore. You but anymore. I used. To, uh, well, no, my our big day was always Boxing Day. Mm. Uh, when I was a young man, we probably 16, probably from the ages of 16 to 20. Two or twenty-three. Yeah, I'd get drunk on Christmas Day. Oh, we yeah, would same. go to so we, would we would start at my place, and then we would end up being at either one at Gow's place or at oh, Morgs's yeah. house, and we'd oh, end awesome. up just getting on the piss with the families there. Uh, probably after that, the the focus became well. We still, we'd still have a massive down Boxing Day at yeah. my house, where yep. we would have all my my parents' family friends, uh, very close friends, and and it was a massive day. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, and and then my a couple of my mates would come and we and we'd have a huge day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was always the biggest day of the year. Yeah, so it was, awesome. we were almost saving ourselves on Christmas Day for for Boxing oh, Day, knowing right. that Boxing Day was going to be gigantic. And uh, yeah, yeah, generally was. We'd end up <clears throat> having PlayStation SingStar karaoke downstairs. And, nice. And what would what what would end up happening is that the the adults would stay upstairs and then the kids would germinate downstairs yeah, to, yeah, cool. to cut loose. Yeah, so, awesome. And it ended up being, you know, because it was always Gao's family, so he had two sisters, plus the, if they had partners, and then uh, it was me and Megan and, and yep. my brother, and, and if he had his girlfriend and, and my sister and when she was around, and, and her her boyfriend at the time, and then yep. I'd maybe have a couple mates also. So there could be... You know, Fuck 15 or 20, yeah. you know, kids. Awesome. Kids, you know, seventeen adult olds. kids, 17 yeah. to 25-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so that was that was a lot of fun. So we And we did that right up until probably I was 30. Yeah, wow. And then we ended up breaking away and saying, and because that was it was my dad's day and he became quite a cock about it. Oh. Where we'd be put to work. So oh. I'd be like, get, get him a beer and get them a wine. What? And, you know, and I'm like, hey, mate, look, this is my day too. Yeah. So when we... When we were, because I lived at home until I was 30. Right. But my parents didn't live there. They lived overseas. That's right. So they yeah, lived overseas yeah, yeah. from the ages of 23 to 30-ish, 31 maybe. They lived overseas. The best. And so when they moved home for good, we we had a child and we lasted three weeks. <laughs> and we lived, we're living in a, the downstairs yeah. was a completely selfie. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, we were Still separate, separate. Lasted we lasted three weeks. three weeks and then we moved and we only ever went back for about four months to save money to buy our first place. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when I, I eventually had enough and said to uh, my friends, I said, we need to start, let's do something together on yep. Boxing Day. So yep. we, we went to Coleroy the park at Colliery Beach were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we started this, we were going to start this tradition where every Boxing Day we, it would be an open invitation. Uh, it would start at whatever time it started, 11 o'clock in the day. Yeah. And we'd just be there all day. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah uh, awesome. And we'd set up in the park and we could go to the beach and go for a surf and, you know, it was good. And we all had little kids. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. But the, f- the first year, I think 
well, it might not have been the first year, maybe it was the second year we did it. But some way there was a stomach bug. And so we were there and Megan left at about five. Yeah. And the sun was, you know, it was daylight saving. So the sun was starting to go down. It was yeah. a beautiful time of the evening, yeah. right? Five yeah. till that five till seven thirty is amazing in, in Sydney. And so there, some of the girls started to leave and take the kids, and so then it was just the boys were sort of left, and and I got a phone, and we and because we just lived across the road from the beach, so we nice. had a um, we had a trolley that we pack everything in and wheel it home. Awesome. So it was my job to sort of pack whatever was left in the trolley and wheel it home, and I got a phone call at about seven, mm. and you know I was we were already contemplating where we were going, we we're going to go to the beach club or what was going to happen. <laughs> And uh, Megan goes, I'm not feeling very well. Oh, okay. Um, could you come home? Mm. So I was like, okay, no worries. So yep. by the time I'd gotten home, Megan had started to vomit. Oh, and Luke fuck. had started to vomit. And he would have been three-ish, Ooh. I guess, three or four. No good. And oh, three, probably three. And he's starting to vomit. Oh, fuck. So then, I, so I've gotten home and it's a disaster area. <laughs> disaster zone. Megan's in the bathroom. Luke's like... Fuck. In the nude because he's vomited everywhere and he's, he's hot, okay. Man. He's he's okay, but Megan's not good. So then I've got in, I'm trying to fix everything, and then suddenly I start to vomit. Oh no. Right? So what was it? So what so then I, so Megan was sick, I was sick, Luke was sick. <laughs> what had happened is that on Christmas Day, my brother turned up with his child and mm. said, Oh, and, and we've been there for like an hour and he goes, Oh, we've been up all night with Riley, he's been vomiting all night. Well, Max, he's been vomiting, and I'm like, "What, mate? What are he you goes, doing here?" I go, "I go." He goes, "Oh, yeah, but he's he's okay now." I go, "Mate, what are you doing here? Like, you're gonna make every he's, everyone's gonna get that oh, if it's a bug." Fuck. So, Megan got sick. I got sick. Fuck. Luke got sick. My cousin who came for Christmas Day, she got sick. Oh, then no. after Christmas Day, after Boxing Day, five or six other people got. We're not working out that eleven people got sick. My mum got sick. Oh, eleven people got sick because hell. of that. <laughs> And I drank. Um, I'd been to a golf day earlier in December, and I drank American honey, wild turkey. Oh yeah, 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 nice. And loved it. Yeah. Oh, this is fucking delicious. Uh-huh. So we, I, I took a bottle of American honey oh, to nice. the, to, on Boxing Day. Yeah. All I threw up was American honey. Oh. Never drank it again. Oh no! Nah. Once you throw something up, never drank up. it again. Nah. Yeah. It's like lots of people don't drink Southern Comfort ever again. Oh. That's what that was. Or gin. First I've one. never drunk gin since I was really fifteen. I haven't done black sambuca since London. <laughs> they were a pound for a shot. Yeah, oh, yeah. I threw up black. Yeah, I can imagine. It was disgusting. Yeah. Can't oh, imagine what came out your backside. I can't remember. It yeah. was horrible. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but... Um, well, there you go. Well, hey, a couple of things. Yes. I just need to... Again, I need to eat some humble pie. Warner gets 164 runs in the first dig. Yeah. Holy shit. How well is he about too? That's that good. That's sixty hit on his knee oh, over yes. his shoulder. Yeah, he did get a duck and singing, but you know, look, fair dues. He probably deserves to be there. If you score one hundred and sixty four against, yeah, anyone, he shut he shut everyone up. Yeah, he shut everyone up, which is good. So that was the first one. And then uh, my cousin will love this. His favorite cricketer in the world, not uh, the goat lion. Nathan Lyon gets five hundred wickets, and it's a shame that it happened in front of twelve thousand people in Perth. Yeah, well, shouldn't have bowled I mean, him, and they should have waited until the Boxing Day test 100% and let agree. him get it there. Hundred percent agree. Uh, and I and think, they did, and the ball wasn't even 
going well for spinners. It was. A, it was. Did, a, did it was you a f- see? It was his his five hundredth was the LB? I think. Yes, it was. Yeah. The five hundred and first was the one that bounced one inch off the ground. Yeah, yeah. and bowled the guy. <laughs> no, and it, oh. I was like, how did that happen? Oh no! It's it's the pitch pl- started to play some tricks. Yeah, but the, but they just need to. The pace bowlers were doing well. Yeah. They needed to be bowling Mitch Marsh and that. Yeah. They would have cleaned it up. They would have cleaned them up anyway. But how bad were Pakistan? They're not good. No. They are not good. And it's going to be 3-0 and it's going to be... Ugh. And they haven't even got to a pitch which really helps us yet. No. So <laughs> When's the next one? Is that the uh, Boxing Day? Yeah, uh, it's Boxing Day. Is the next one, yeah. okay. So Boxing Day, Melbourne, and then, and then New Year's in Sydney, yeah. And then is it Sri Lanka who come for two? I, I think. think so. And then we go yeah. to... Uh, New Zealand. We go to the uh, the cauldron that holds 6,000 people in Wollongong. Jesus Christ. 6,000 people. Yeah, I was, bit, I was a bit disappointed with... Uh, with the goat thing, uh, I think he deserves to get that five. I, I'm not a huge goat fan. I think he's a good bowler. Yeah, but off spin's boring, man. No, it's not. Well, he's no Shane Warne. No, and no. you know he could probably bowl till he was a hundred the way yeah, that he does because there's not a lot of efforts put in. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about him. What 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 happened? What happened? Didn't he kick his missus to touch and his kids and then get sure. a glamour? Well, he's got a yeah. He's, she gonna go as soon as he retires. She's gone. She's a good source. She's a fucking great sort. Yeah. He looks like Shrek, a skinny Shrek. Yeah, yeah. He misses the like Fiona. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! So, so he's oh, done maybe well. Maybe that's what the story's based on. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck, there you go. Who's Donkey in that whole thing? Donkey, Michael Clark, um, <laughs> Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitchell Stark. Yeah. Geez, they bowl well. Paddy Cummins, how good is he? He's incredible. So well. Do you know what? I, I, it makes me laugh is that every like, and this has been happening probably the last three or four series where they're like, "Oh, you know, there's a tearaway like it's this Lance Morris, right? This tearaway's coming through. Oh this yeah, yeah, guy that bowls 100 and fucking 80 miles an hour and he's <laughs> going to kill someone. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're going to drop someone. We should drop Hazelwood." And then Hazelwood just goes out there and just goes boom, boom, oh, boom, just boom. Glenn McGrath. You just and, and as bad as and Mitchell Stark was not great in the first innings. Yeah, but he still got two early wickets. Yeah, right. know, and then in I the know. second innings, he was unplayable. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good. He's bowler. unplayable. <laughs> he's so. And it was good. just like, well, you know what? I, if you, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yep. and I guess that Mitchell Marsh, you know, probably played well, man. Played well, confirmed that, that he should have been there. Yep. And yep, you know, no one can argue age. with that. And he's, you know, he got ninety in the first innings and got yeah, got a good ball, but maybe block the first ball after lunch. Yeah, I know. You know exactly. When you're ninety, just maybe block it. And I think there's there's a little it's maybe that arrogance that makes me sort of dislike them a bit. Yeah. It's like I just just chill just for chill. a bit. Yeah, I agree. And even like like Dave Warner, like that's a shit shot to get out on in the second innings in the first over or the second over. You don't play a pull shot no, in the just, first just over. Just chill. Yeah. And I think that uh, you know rush. I understand that you're you're a million ahead and you want to get a million ahead quickly, but yeah. They were, as soon as we bowled them out in the second, in the first inning, we were never losing that test match. Nah, it was nah. never going to be anything but our win. Do you know and what I love, though? Usman Khawaja, the way he batted in the second dig, and just selfless and like yeah. just going for runs. and go, He could have just nudged that round for another for sure. 15 minutes and got yeah. his 100, yeah. but he went for it and got caught. Yeah, I really like that. And um, one of the worst things I saw the whole game was Matthew Hayden's pink fucking cowboy hat he wore. Did you see that? I didn't, actually. He's he's a fucking weird bloke. He's a weirdy. He's a weirdo. Uh, all most cricketers are, though. To be he's fair, a, he's a mad churchy. Is he? Yeah. Is he one of the? Um, he claps. 
Yeah, yeah. Is he Pretty like sure Sebastian, whatever his fucking name, Guy Sebastian in that one? Yeah, could be. Yeah, Really? C3 or whatever. He's a mad churchy. What's that called though? It's good got looking that weird looking... Who? Matt Hagen was a good looking rooster in his time. He's not anymore. No, he's aged, he's aged like um, yeah, like a cheap bottle of red wine. <laughs> a Queen Adelaide. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors. Yes. Um, Justin Langer was on the um, Channel 7 commentary team as well, which I thought was quite interesting. And, and not only that, Mitchell Marsh was on the Triple M commentary team and I thought, what he got the punt? Uh, Mitchell Johnson. Mitchell Johnson, sorry. Yeah, yeah Mitchell Johnson. And he was, was he? I thought yeah. he got sacked too. So did I. And, but he was, he was in the commentary team when Warner got the duck in the second innings. Oh, fuck was he? Yeah. And made a comment. Didn't ja- Really? Yeah. And Didn't James Brayshaw have a go at him or someone oh, like that? I don't know. I, I just, and yeah, Mark Taylor? Do you know what? Like, I get that we've got to... There's got to be some colour and flair yes, to our uh, sports personalities and to yeah. our sports commentators. Yep. Yep. And... I think that we've all just got to take a fucking breath. Yes, mate. We all do want about everything. Do you know what I mean? I think take that, a breath. Like, I, and, and you've got to understand. And, and there was obviously they're they're playing out a uh, civil war in public, Warner and Johnson. And there's probably more going on. And from what I can probably ascertain, and and it's probably got more to do with their wives than anything, because they've both got quite abrasive women in their lives. So, well, Michael Clark had that issue, right? <laughs> Stop. What was her name? The, the the one at Noosa or the or the Kylie Baldy one? Oh, there's t- oh yeah, there's more than She's one. She's had a few. It's <laughs> about fifteen. She's had of a them. few. <laughs> My wife just walks past. Just be careful. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> we don't all win the lottery in uh, in life when it comes to wives. Oh, mate. I think we've all, we've all won the lottery. I said that a few podcasts ago. We've all won the lottery, mate. Definitely. We've all won the lottery. Definitely. <laughs> there we go. Oh well, what a way to end the podcast! Just be careful. I think. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, get fucked. <laughs> there's a lot of cables there, and if you kick any, you're divorced. That's our first guest, what? listeners. Yeah. Our first guest, Megan, yes. on the podcast, and just wise words from mm. Megan as well. Get L- fucked. Lucky us. Lucky Most us. people should go get fucked. I agree. I've got to say, mate. I reckon <laughs> that's a really good place to leave it. On get fucked. I think so. Too. Have a lovely Christmas. Yeah, you too, mate. It's been a it's been a pleasure sharing the couch with you. It has the casting it's been couch. The action's about to happen. You don't know that part of the casting couch. Well, uh, you've been. I see you're edging towards me. Uh, I'm edging, all right. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm edging. <laughs> enjoy enjoy oh. your uh, enjoy your week and a bit left in in God's country. Yep. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up again. Absolutely. Sharing the couch in another hour. Definitely. Drinking the hard solo and the, eating the twisties. That's what we're <laughs> going to be doing. That's all we can do. That's, That's all <laughs> we can do. Mate, uh, to, our, to our five listeners, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Mark from Anytime Fitness. That's his name, isn't it? Yes. I crushed it. Well done. Oh, good one. Mark from Anytime Fitness. Uh, make sure you've got a good workout plan for after Christmas to, to get rid of that pork belly or the hungy that you'll be having. <laughs> uh, I love it. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, all listeners. We'll see Have you all uh, in 2024, probably. Bloody yes. Okay, let's do it again. Bye for now. See you.